Welcome to News Kids. I'm Rose. And I'm Zara. And together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. This week we're talking about International Day of Peace. How scientists may have found a cure for the common cold, the Pacific Ocean blob, a theft of a golden loo, rolled all day. And of course, what's happening with the ongoing legal challenge to prorogation in the Supreme Court in London? Zara, let's start with that. Can you tell us what's been happening? This has been yet another exciting week in British politics. As you know, Boris Johnson decided to suspend Parliament under a parliamentary rule called prorogation, and this meant that Parliament was suspended on the 11th of September and MPs have not been able to discuss any parliamentary business since that date. A lot of people were unhappy with this decision and took the Prime Minister to court. In a case brought by businesswoman and campaigner Gino Miller, the High Court had decided that Boris Johnson's suspension of Parliament was a political matter and not something that the High Court could decide on. However, a court in Edinburgh decided that Boris Johnson had acted unlawfully in suspending Parliament. Both decisions were referred to the Supreme Court on appeal and the cases were heard last week. The Supreme Court is the highest court in the United Kingdom. This means that once a decision has been made by the Supreme Court generally, you cannot then go to another court in the UK and appeal the decision. The judges of the Supreme Court are appointed by the Queen following a recommendation by a panel of legal experts from each of the countries in the UK and those recommended have to have been a high court judge two years or a practicing lawyer for 15 years. The Supreme Court has been considering the case over this week and had three days of argument over whether Boris Johnson acted lawfully in suspending Parliament. The government's argument is that prorogation is not a matter for the courts. Lawyers from Gina Miller, however, have argued that Boris Johnson used the power to suspend Parliament for an improper purpose. They believe that Boris Johnson wanted to suspend Parliament so that there would be very little time to challenge him about the arrangements that he is making for Brexit. Judges of the Supreme Court have said that they will give their decision this week. We will then know whether or not Boris Johnson acted lawfully in suspending Parliament. I do wish people wouldn't argue so much. I think the world would be a much happier place if everyone could just be friends. Don't you think, Zara? Oh, I totally agree, Rose. Did you know that Saturday 21st September was International Day of Peace? It sounds like a very good idea. It was started by the United Nations in 1981 to support world peace and promote the resolution of conflicts. And on this day, every year, the UN asked people who are fighting to stop for 24 hours to allow help and first aid to get through to people who need it. This year is particularly significant as it is the 20th anniversary of the UN Resolution on Programme of Action on the Culture of Peace, which is when the General Assembly decided by unanimous vote that this would be a day of non-violence and ceasefire. For example, in Afghanistan in 2007, 
international peace there created a ceasefire which led to the safe immunization of 1.4 million children at 12 o'clock noon in each time zone on 21st september the united nations encouraged people to hold a minute of silence resulting in a peace wave around the world each year international peace day has a theme and this year's theme is called climate action for peace and was supposed to draw attention to the importance of combating climate change as a way to protect and promote peace throughout the world the un secretary general antonio Guterres said today peace faces a new danger the climate emergency which threatens our security our livelihoods and our lives that is why it's the focus of this year's International Day of Peace. He also said nature does not negotiate and emphasised four key measures that governments around the world should prioritise in order to reach carbon neutrality by 2050. Tax pollution, not people. Stop subsidising fossil fuels. Stop building new coal plants by 2020. Focus on a green economy, not a grey economy. The events around the International Day a piece started on 20th September with a series of protests across the world in support of climate action. Then the Youth Climate Action Summit was held in New York on 21st September and attended by Greta Thunberg and young leaders from around the world to talk about the issues and find solutions to the problems caused by climate change. On 23rd September, grown-ups had their own climate change summit, which looked at plans to address the global climate emergency. I think it's great, don't you Zara? That everyone is taking this so seriously. But I hope people actually start to solve the problem soon, rather than just talking about it. I agree, Rose. It is so important. Everyone is taking climate change very seriously. This week, Burger King UK announced that it will no longer give away any plastic toys with children's meals. Burger King is also asking customers to bring in all plastic toys that they have previously received with children's meals and Burger King will then melt them to make other items. Burger King UK also said that this move would save 320 tonnes of plastic a year. Burger in the UK have taken this step after two children from Hampshire in the UK petitioned Burger King and McDonald's to stop giving away plastic toys. The petition was organised by Ellen McEwen, who is nine, and Caitlin McEwen, who is seven, and asked for companies to think about the environment. The petition has received more than half a million signatures. McDonald's has not banned plastic toys in this way, but said its customers would be able to choose between a toy and a fruit. McDonald's is also planning a trial next year to give parents and children the chance to choose between a book or a toy. I think this is a great move by Burger King UK. What do you think, Rose? I think it is really good news that Burger King are going to stop making plastic toys. And they're just silly little toys anyway, and children always just play with them five minutes and then always throw them in the bin. I hate how much plastic ends up in our seas and oceans.
I went litter picking in the summer on the beach near our house and we picked up so much rubbish. Speaking of seeds, I read this week about the Pacific Ocean Blob, which is a large patch of warm water which has appeared in the Pacific Ocean. It now covers an area the size of Australia, stretching from the Hawaiian Islands to the Gulf of Alaska. The blob isn't really its real name. It is officially called a marine heat wave and means water is up to 2.5 degrees higher than normal. This creates large amounts of toxic algae which can have a devastating impact on sea life and wildlife. The last major blob occurred from 2013 to 2015 and killed lots of wildlife including salmon, seals and millions of Pacific cod. Experts also found out that whales didn't turn up at the places where they usually spend summer and thousands of seabirds were found washed up dead on sea shores. The warmer temperatures also bleached coral reefs and killed off kelp and seagrass which provide important habitats for sea creatures and fish. Scientists say that the blob is caused by lots of different weather events but it's thought to be made worse by climate change. I really hope this blob doesn't turn out to be as bad as the one from a few years ago and harmful for ocean life. Whilst we're talking about oceans, I was really interested to hear this week in the Times how scientists believe ocean life came to develop around 466 million years ago. The researchers from the University of Chicago believe that an asteroid collision between Mars and Jupiter showered the Earth with millions of tons of dust, which shaded the Earth from the Sun and had the effect of cooling down the planet for around 2 million years. This cooling started something called the Great Ordovician Biodiversification Event. Crikey, that is hard to say. It caused temperatures to drop, sea levels to fall, and allowed new life to develop on Earth, particularly in our oceans, where new types of animals emerged and coral reefs started to develop. Geologists at Lund University in Sweden have been able to excavate layers of limestone rock, which is millions of years old, and have found evidence of these layers of dust. Wow, that's amazing what scientists can discover from digging through rock. 466 million years ago is too long though. I can't really imagine how far back in time that is. Your news stories about the blob made me think of the book Blob by David Wannon. Have you read that yet? No, I haven't read Blob yet, but I can't wait to. I did read lots of other David Wannon's books over the summer. My favourite was hmm, Boy in the Dress. What are you reading at the moment? In class, I'm reading Charlie and the Chocolate Factory by Roald Dahl, which is brilliant. It's really funny and I got to play Veruca Salt in class last week. Do you like Roald Dahl, Zara? I love Roald Dahl. Did you know it was Roald Dahl Day last week? Roald Dahl was born on the 13th of September and each year there are lots of events held on the 13th of September throughout the world to celebrate the world's characters and stories of Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl is one of the most famous British writers and is well known for his fantasy fiction stories for children. Some of his most popular books include Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Matilda and Fantastic Mr Fox. Many of these books have also been turned into movies and his books have been translated in 58 different languages. The very first Roald Dahl Day took place in 2006 on what would have been Roald Dahl's 90th birthday. Celebrations take place all over the world 
with lots of fun events. People celebrate World Oil Day in lots of different ways. You can watch a movie adaptation of one of his books or read World Oil books. You can even get some of your friends together and raise money for World Doll's Marley's Children's Charity, which is a charity that helps sick children in the UK. I love Roald Dahl. What's your favourite Roald Dahl book? My favourite Roald Dahl book is Matilda. And in fact, I've got a best friend called Matilda. Why did you like Matilda so much? Well, I like that Matilda's like a really smart girl. And I really like Miss Honey. Rose, what's your favourite book? Probably going to be the BFG. That was such a good book. But I have read Fantastic Mr. Fox. Also, I've read Diamond the Champion of the World. And I love Roald Dahl because he's got like this total detail in his writing. We had a go at making Throb Scuttle, which is the drink in the BFG. It was so yummy when we tasted it. I wonder if we should ask our little siblings what their favourite book is. Here in the studio, we have my little sister, Isa, and Rose's little brother, Laurie. Isa, what is your favourite book? Well, my favourite book is George's Marvelous Medicine. And why do you like that book? Um, well, it's very funny inside. Laurie, what is your favourite Roald Dahl book? Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I've seen the movie. Why do you like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Well, of course I like chocolate and stuff. I just love everything. Thank you both for joining us. Talking of marvellous medicine, did you know scientists think they may have found a cure for the common cold? About time too. This has been a huge problem in medicine for a long time and there are more than 160 different types of cold known as rhinovirus and unfortunately the viruses can change so quickly as they become resistant very easily to medicines. Viruses spread from cell to cell in humans by replicating themselves but scientists in America looked at the ingredients the viruses need to be able to spread. They found that if they switched off a particular gene which makes a protein called something unpronounceable SETD3 that the virus was not able to grow and was stopped. At the moment they've only been able to do this in the laboratory so there is still a lot more work to be done to understand this and whether it can really work in humans but I really hope they find a cure soon that makes colds go away forever. I hate colds. Well, our last news story this week is about a toilet. A solid gold toilet valued at $6 million, that is £4.8 million, was stolen earlier this week from Blenheim Palace, which is a stately home in Oxfordshire. The 18-carat toilet was entitled America and had been part of an exhibition by Maurizio Catalan. It was available to be used by visitors with a three-minute time limit to avoid queues. The theft caused a lot of damage and flooding because the toilet was plumbed into the building. Police said that they believe a gang of thieves using at least two vehicles were responsible for the theft. The toilet has still not been found, but a 66-year-old man was arrested on the same day as the theft and was held on suspicion of burglary, but released on bail until October. That's so funny. Why would anyone want to steal a golden loo? That's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed our show, and thank you for listening.